Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jaron Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Talk to them in a few days, uh, but there's always been current dialogue. Uh, the one thing I'll say is, is in regards to the statement, I know everybody's seen that. Um, I think it's an agent doing his job. Are you concerned at all if a contract doesn't get done this offseason, the repercussions it might have on the player going forward? No. No reason to believe that he would play this season. No. I don't know if that was Kingsbury or Kime out there in Arizona, but it certainly had to do with. Kyle Murray. Was it Kime? Yep, Steve Kime. Yeah, GM over there at uh, done, bro. Arizona. Kyle Murray, a big story. Quarterbacks, a big story at the Combine. I actually have a question about the Combine coming up in terms of rumor mill and the first couple of days mm-hmm. uh, in Indianapolis. And we're just there, of course, the last couple of days. So more on that. Uh, in, a, in a moment. Brent Martin along with Austin Lane, Brian Middleton, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690 on the road once again. Davoli's House of Cards is where we are at today, having some fun uh, each and every Wednesday. With the exception of next week, we'll be at uh, the Players' Championship. Actually, I think we're going to be out at the Yards uh, for the Tesori event on Wednesday, but we'll be at the Players' Championship most of the week. You believe the Players' Championship is next week. Really have a nice run going. We've got Indianapolis and the Combine. Kind of speeds up the football world. we got the Players' Championship, uh, which, by the way, golf has had plenty of drama with all this Phil Mickelson stuff and the other league. uh, And we know it's such a a good week around here. And then we go right into free agency. Mm -hmm. And, And then we're about a month away from the draft. And shock your mock season hits here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Do we start a GoFundMe for Devonta Adams? <laughs> That's what it takes. I mean, just like a little, 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 little cream off the top, a little bonus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, whatever he can get. Yeah. Uh, Give him the key to the city. I don't care. Do whatever Well, we already said we'll throw him a parade yeah. if he becomes oh, available. Is he a parade guy? But, yeah, but, I That's mean, who else would do that? Like, what do you mean? If we say, like, in the courtship of Devontae Adams if he's yeah. not signed by the, and he becomes a free agent to everybody. Yeah. We're also throw all this money at you. But before you even catch a football in Jacksonville, we're going to actually throw you a parade. No, we will. Like, that would yeah. be kind of cool. I mean, It'd be hard to say no to. He's worth it. You know why? Because he's worth it. I think we should organize. No, if it's like Taron Armstead. Sponsored by ESPN hey, 690. If it's Taron Armstead, I'll, I'll yeah, come to the press conference and say what's yeah, that's about Chandler it. Chandler Jones. I mean, yeah. nobody else. Just Devontae. No, for sure. Devontae he, Adams would be the biggest free agent signing in the history of the Jags, right? Yeah, because it helps Trevor Lawrence, and that's the most important part. Like, you bring, you can bring in, like, the reincarnation of Joe Thomas. Yeah, I'll be at your press conference. I'll shake your hand. That's about it. Listen, the mayor's a big Jags fan. Yes. So, I think he could approve this. He should. Yeah. He should be on Good Morning Football doing something. <laughs> hey, hey, he's on there a lot. Grand Marshal. What's that? Of the parade. You what, us? No. Okay. Who? Tim McGraw. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it was so it was right in front of my face. Yeah, I, right I, I, I didn't even do, yeah. I'm just trying to tee up. By the way, Tim McGraw getting a lot of praise for the the new Yellowstone thing. You see good. this? He's good. Have you watched it? I've watched five episodes. Okay, so he's so, very good. Okay, I don't want to ruin it for you, but I guess like towards the end, like he might be winning some awards from his performance. Really? Yeah. I'm, I tell you, he is. If you didn't know it was McGraw and even Faith Hill, sure. I think they do. They're doing a great job. Do they play like husband and wife in the show too? Yeah, they do. Oh, get actually. out of here! I know. Come on! I know. Do you think they were like, Come we're not doing suck. this unless we're? Uh, probably. I don't know because that makes it. That's like that's cheating, though, isn't it? Yeah. The girl and it's really good too. I forget. Okay. I don't know her name. You guys yeah. probably would, but she's really good. What is that one called? 1870? 1883. 1883. 1883. Yeah. I, I, I actually, just play Oregon. It's like the Oregon show, right? 
Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's Oregon Trail. It's, it's definitely not as good as Yellowstone, but yeah. it's still pretty interesting. Okay. I, I find it interesting. Okay. And again, I think they're really good at it. Like, it would this would be a colossal failure if they weren't. Oh, yeah. Because they're the prime character, so. Okay. And, is, what's the, the dude with the mustache, though? He's in it, too. Um, oh, yeah. Um, so you know, Elliot. Elliot. Is he yeah, yeah. a big role? Okay. Yeah, yeah, huge cool. role, yeah. I like him. And he's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. really. He's one of the coolest cats ever. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Hey, I want to uh, get Brian's thought on this really quick. Jason Tatum on the scale of superstar. Let's go, Brian. In the NBA. Don't be intimidated. Middleton, how tall are you, 6'8"? Oh, I'm going to mess with the hair. With the hair, I'm 6'8". You're 6'8". Yeah, he's a big dude. You think he's going to be intimidated by you? Hey, we, he's 6'8". We, we, we might have, like, starting, like, the largest sports we team do. In, in the country. I don't surround myself with people that are good. I, guess. I just surround myself with people that I won't lose a I fight mean, to. I mean, you got Brent Barton running point guard, and it's, it's, like, it's like Space Jam, and you're like the owner like the, of the, 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 the goon squad. I have a history of this. My best friend, Pat, was always the biggest kid in the school. Sure, sure. You know? Nobody's picking Brian, up Brett. We're, we're rolling deep, though, with the size, man. I like it. We're, we're good starting four. Make a run <laughs> on the court. I like it. And by the way, Casey's no That's what I'm saying. Guy. I mean, I'm Casey saying. looks like a midget compared to you guys. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Tatum, I, I wouldn't have said that. But that's um, what I uh, Jason Tatum, uh, yeah. yeah, he's a he's a star. He's a star right now. Uh, I don't know if I put him on the same level of a of a like a KD or a LeBron uh, right now, only because it hasn't come to fruition as far as him taking that team over the final hump. And I gotta see mm-hmm. that. The same way that I wouldn't have put Giannis, even with all of his accolades, as a superstar just yet. Uh, once he got that title, he mm. moved up the ranks for me, like, immediately. So, uh, yeah, he's yep. a star. He's a really good player. He has everything he needs in, in his individual body in order to uh, tick off the boxes to be a superstar. But right now, if I just have to go off of the resume as well as the accolades, he's not a superstar in my book just yet. Well, Brenton, we talked about this during the break. Let's go off the jersey sales real quick. I number know. one, LeBron James. Number two, Steph Curry. Number three, Giannis. Number four, Kevin Durant. Number five, Luka Doncic. And who's number six? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum, ahead of John Morant and Trey Young. I rest. The prosecution rests. I'll take my money. Thank you very much. Um, I see. Here's why Tatum. From a again, I don't claim to be like this big NBA guy, mm-hmm. but I think that's what makes me in this conversation kind of like. I, like I think I'm somewhat right here is because, like I, Ja Morant is is jumping out to me right now. Yeah. Steph Curry has jumped out to me. LeBron's obviously on his final couple of years, but Giannis has done his thing. Yes. Uh, you wonder what Zion could be, and uh, I think when you there are players like Tatum that I would put in like a Booker or Lillard kind of category mm-hmm. that are unbelievable players, but don't really feel like. Everywhere you go, you're going to see them. Mm. Like right now, everywhere I go, I'm seeing Giannis every night. I'm seeing uh, John Morant every night. I'm probably more apt to even see a Trey Young every night. Yeah. They're not showing, like even Booker, I mean, he's an unbelievable player. Yeah. Like they're not showing his highlights every night on TV. Also one of the best teams in basketball. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. even though they're the best, one of the best teams in basketball. I think they are. I think they saw the best record. Yeah, so it, it, that part's interesting to me. Um, but I also will say... A little bit of it is because the NBA has such a depth of star. True. And, well, and so, so you can't – not everybody can be in the A-list of stars. Like, if the, if, 
If you're 32, Aaron Rodgers, how do you rank the elite quarterbacks no. in the NFL? No, everyone, yeah, no, I get that. But at the same time, you just said you're watching Yellowstone. Maybe you're not watching it anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe, 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 maybe you should turn on TNT a little more and check out the Jason Tatum highlights. I watch, I watch the pre and post show. You know what I'm saying? He's made NBA Slam poetry. He's a big deal. One more thing about Batman, by the way. Like you told me this in the break, too. You're going to go by yourself? Yeah. Is it? I dare to make fun of me for this. I'm not making funny, but how common is that? I don't, I'm not sure. Doesn't matter though. Let me ask you this: like, this isn't me like saying you don't have any friends. No, I'm that's sure that, you could find that, somebody. This is what you're, you're um, getting towards. But, like, is it that appealing to go to a movie like at I guess our age? That yeah. you want to go see the movie in the theater that I don't care who I go with. Because it used to be like when you go to the movies, you're going no, with some buddies, go, right? Hanging party, out yeah, or yeah. a well, girlfriend yeah. or whatever, right? But now, you know, in our older ages and in, in, in our wise years, do you socialize at a movie theater? No, or do I, you I, it's, yeah. it actually makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Have you ever watched a movie on the couch by yourself before? Yeah. Well, then there you go. I know. I rest my case. That's cheaper on the couch, but... So cheap. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it is. Popcorn's next... Hey, inflation. <laughs> yeah, have, you been popcorn. to, have you seen popcorn lately? Uh, I can only imagine. Uh, Man. Middleton, have you been to a movie by yourself? Come on, Brian. Come on, Brian. He's probably at one right now. <laughs> I'm sure he's, he's probably left. I have never been to a movie by myself. No? Oh, oh but man. Not, it's, it, it's invigorating. It's a it's a rite of passage. It's it's so fun because think about it, man. It's just you. You got your popcorn. You got your soda, and it's just you chilling there. It's it's the best because like what do you like, you can't turn to talk to people the entire time in the movie anyways. It's like what's the difference? Ah, uh, Brian Middleton, are you still there? I almost wonder if we like went off the air. I can't hear him anymore. Oh, we might went off the air, huh? <laughs> we're, just talking, we're talking to ourselves right now. Yeah, we might be. No, I feel like we're still on. I think on. I won that argument regardless. I feel like we're still on. Okay. Um, think, okay, let me ask you this question. You ever been to a restaurant by yourself? Uh, yeah, I actually enjoy that. Well, then don't make fun of me for going to a movie by myself. <laughs> because that, that's a lot worse. Because that's like a social setting. You're supposed to be talking to people at a restaurant, not in a movie theater. Yeah. So how are you questioning my decisions? Um, I'm really not questioning. I'm wondering how popular it is. Okay. So I wonder how many people are going to go see Batman tomorrow night and Friday night yeah. go by themselves. I'm just saying right now, if you go to a restaurant by yourself, you eat by yourself, people are going to murmur. By the way, though, you? like I wouldn't go on a date anymore if I was a kid to the movies. Damn expensive. No, no. Right. No, see, you're giving the youth all the wrong ideas. You want to take that one to a movie when you first start dating because it's like it's the ultimate date. Because you don't have to do any talking. Oh, that's true. Movie does all the work. Yeah, good point. Go watch the notebook, see what happens. <laughs> Boom. Instantly in love with you. I pulled that move off like 10 times in college. Yeah. Paid dividends. Uh, this does circle back to Steph and I's first date was the movie 7, and you said this kind of <laughs> is right. like 7. By the way, if, if, you're, if your first date could survive that, you guys are bound to be together. I know. Could you pick first date any was more the movie seven and and yeah. we're not divorced yet. Could you pick any more of an aggressive yeah. movie? Was that her idea or your idea? I don't remember. It was like a double date, and I think they. Okay. Yeah. So oh, I'm just telling you right now. I love Steph to death. If that was her idea, that's, that's the funny that's thing is flag. definitely not her that's, that's her, her idea because she doesn't like those kind of movies okay, so even now. Idea. So okay, I got you. I don't know how we ended up there. You know, I'm not even a movie. I didn't probably didn't even know Seven was out. It's a good movie though. Yeah, it was a good movie. Did you enjoy yourself? Seven? I did. Yeah. Did she like it? Yeah. She I, liked she, it. I don't know if little, she liked it. A little graphic. Yeah, it was a little, <laughs> little graphic. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Middleton, are you still? Because we can't hear you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here, man. 
All right, so we're asking you. i got to answer this question. Have you gone to the movies by yourself? Uh, not in... Not in like four or five years, and that was by okay. ass. Oh, he's done, he's, he's done it. He's done it. He's done it. Yeah, I see you, Brian. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, it can be peaceful. Uh, thank you. Let Seriously, see. like I don't care if you go by the way. If you go tomorrow night and you don't get out till midnight, just bring the, the popcorn into the next day. Like it's cool. I'll eat the stale popcorn. <laughs> Do you want me to bring you in a bag of popcorn from my house and stuff? No, you got to get the movie. The okay. movie popcorn just feels different. It's different. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You have butter and salt in that, too? Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be bad for you, yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. They're, right. they're, they're probably charging for salt now these days, too. <laughs> for I'm going to tell you, man. There's these theaters here. <laughs> yeah, I know it. Um, Come on, now. All right, let's go back to the NFL Combine. You yeah. just heard uh, talking about the Kyler Murray stuff. There's Aaron Rodgers stuff. There's all these quarterbacks stuff. There's Russell Wilson <laughs> stuff. Sir. Carson Wentz stuff. Yeah. Why do I feel like the first couple of days of the NFL Combine was just dispelling the rumors of the last month? Because yeah, it seems see, like everybody's saying, yeah, that's not happening. I mean, now, Ballard was pretty honest about Wentz. Like, hey, we're looking around, and we're seeing, we're exploring, we haven't made a decision. Russell Wilson, though, Carol's like, no. The yeah. r- r- word on the street is Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere. Word on the street is Devontae Adams isn't going anywhere. Word on the street is Kyla Murray is going to end up in, in Arizona, as you just heard. Yeah. So, and again, and I'm not saying everybody's telling the truth. Everybody knows what's going to happen. But it feels like the cycle of the NFL, which has grown and grown and grown, and the the way our reporting is now where people really will throw stuff out there more than ever before, yeah. that everybody just takes it and runs with it. And I feel like the first five minutes of every news conference is dispelling the last month's rumors. No, and I get that, but Brent, you've been the combine, and and I've been there as well as a player. But like you know how this works. This is a giant gathering. This is a a giant networking deal here. And what do you do when you network? You know, you you drum up some rumors. You drum up, well, did you hear this? Did you hear this? And then that gets out, and that gets out. Um, it's like playing the game of telephone. You know, yeah. but but when you're a kid, but it's worse because you mix it with craft beer and and chip cocktail, <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden you know Aaron Rodgers, uh, he gets so now he's playing for Saskatchewan. Yeah, exactly. The CFL. You know, <laughs> so who, who knows, man? Because he grew um, his hair off. Exactly. <laughs> a little chilly up there. So, you know, th- there's a lot of smoke right now. Um, uh, a lot of things, you know, getting, you know, whether it resolved or or new rumors coming afoot, but. For me personally, it's just it's hard to believe everything that comes from that combine because that's where all the gossip, that's where all the um, just the hearsay, that's where it originates from, and then it carries from there. And like I said, it, it is networking. It's it's not only coaches, it's not only scouts, but it's also media people alike. And if a media person gets a hold of something, well, you better believe they take it and roll with it. So. Yeah, I've been seeing the rumblings. It's just I'm not sure how much stake I can put in those rumblings right now until we can see it a couple you know, weeks down the line. Yeah. The other thing, uh, how much do you believe now smoke screens and all that stuff that used to transpire at these events still happens? I feel like people are more transparent than ever in the NFL. Yeah. Um, that hasn't necessarily been the case here in Jacksonville. But I think if you go across the league, people aren't. They're okay with microphones and cameras in their faces. They're the behind-the-scenes stuff that every website seems to do, team website does. Not that they're revealing a lot, but they're okay showcasing some of that. Um, I think like a guy like Ballard, to his credit, I think has been very honest yeah. and transparent, and he's kind of one of the... He's one of the few teams that are at the epicenter of all the off-season stuff yeah. uh, because of Carson Wentz. And I just... I felt like it used to be a long time ago. It was like smokescreen, smokescreen, smokescreen. And I've covered this thing pretty closely now, really close here in Jacksonville for the last 14 years. I have not seen a lot of smokescreen. 
there was some there was some thought. The last smoke screen I can remember is there was some thought that the Jags and we heard this story again. Is it true? It'd have to come out in a book mm-hmm. that they told like receivers that they were taking Johnny Manziel. They went and told their agents, and that's how it got hot that Johnny Manziel was going to be the pick okay. for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. But they did that intentionally. Meanwhile, they weren't really that interested in Manziel, and Manziel yeah. gets picked like at 22 or whatever he got picked at. So, I mean, there might still be a little bit of that, yeah. but I've been covering the Jags for pretty close for, for a long time now, and I don't remember a lot of smoke screens here in Jacksonville. And I kind of get the sense that around the league, it's dissipated a bit. I just don't feel like that's part of the game. Here's what I think we should do. I think next year, you and I, we go to the combine. We rock a couple of Jaguars three-quarter zips. We go, we go out to the bars. We dine on some craft brews, get about a 100-piece shrimp cocktail, and you and I just sit at the bar because you're a dead ringer for an offensive coordinator. And I'm like, you know, oh, he's, he's like, must be like a former player slash, like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. player personnel guy now. Yeah. And we just throw up the craziest rumor ever, and we see if that rumor gets to the national limelight. Like, I'm thinking something like, hey, Brent, you hear about uh, Jaguars going to Portland, man. Right, so I'll be like, so, did you buy your house in Portland yet? What are we doing? It's going to be the Portland Jaguars going forward. And, and then we see if that rumor comes to light from, like, a guy like Adam Schefter in Rappaport. You know, that is, that's our mission next year. That is awesome idea. Let's do it. That <laughs> really is a good idea. And it. by the way, would work. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it would absolutely work. Yeah. Yep. Like, if you could go undercover yeah. and get some cameras yes. and do it the right way, Yes. I guarantee you yeah. that would work. I said we do it next year. The only problem that I think it might not work is that everybody knows everybody in the league. Yeah. But if you did it around enough reporters. Yep. Oh, yeah, they, they don't know all the coordinators and no. stuff. The, oh, you the, could the personnel get. guys. Yeah. Heck, you know what we could do? We could get, you know the guy that dresses up like Andy Reid? Yeah, yeah. Looks just like him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could just have him go. <laughs> sit at the bar with us. And then he starts talking about man and Patrick Mahomes, man, his brother and his fiance. <laughs> They're way too much. we got to get yeah, we're, we're thinking we're of out. trading. Yeah. We're thinking so, of trading Patrick Mahomes. Much of a distraction. <laughs> yeah. Save on the cap. <laughs> He's, I really he's like these quarterbacks in the Portland the Jaguars. I, I'm telling you, yeah. in three days, people are like, hey, the idea is that Patrick Mahomes, they yeah. could save money, and they really like ex-quarterback yeah. in the draft. They're picking 14th. I, th- <laughs> I think we have some here, Brent. I really do. That I would think be we so should good. investigate. Yep. That could become an annual bit, by the way. I mean, we, we'd mess around get on Barstool. That's what would happen. You know, because if they bring us in on a full-term deal. That would be good. Or yeah. we get our credentials revoked, one of the two. Yeah, I can have some cocktail. Then we'll be fishing with Captain Rick. Let's do it right now. Florida Sportsman Fishing Report. Captain Rick Riles on. What's happening, man? Hey, Brent. How we doing? I'm doing great. I love, I love the idea. And, yes, I may have won a dinner bet um, with a lady that was absolutely positive that Bill Cowher was coming to Jacksonville because she saw him in a Ponte Vedra Publix. <laughs> and uh, there was there was no doubt about that. He was he was going to be our next head coach. So Confirmed. That was the easiest dinner I ever won. Hey, Brent, have you ever heard of a stupider idea than the Major League Baseball strike? I mean, what? <laughs> Who cares, right? Yeah, I, guess I get you. I get. Uh, I just don't love the fact that they wait so long. You have two months. If you really look like, at least look like you're trying to figure it out over a two-month period instead of just don't talk over it for, for 40 days or whatever. That's my biggest problem. The business is business sometimes. It's posturing. Everybody understands a little bit of that. But when you don't do anything all the way up to the deadline, now you're costing fans their joy uh, in some places, and that's, uh, that looks really bad for you. 
And, oh, my gosh, think of the people that make a living off of those games besides the players. It's just terrible. I went out to UNF last night and watched the UNF-Florida game. Ten times more fun. Mm-hmm. Guys playing for the love of the game. I'm, I'm just sold out in love with college baseball. But let's talk fishing because today was a tough day. Um, Captain David Boris, I just checked with him a few minutes ago. He was on a 13-boat charter for a big corporation, and he said the guys had a rough time. And they cleaned the redfish that they caught. Their stomachs were full of worms. Now, what that means is we've had a worm hatch, which we get in our waters every few years, or every few months, I mean. And when that happens, the fish just gorge themselves on these little worms, and it's very tough to get them to bite. That's what's going on right now. I would not look for great red fishing this weekend. I would look for better sheepshead fishing. This Saturday will be the El Chifo Sheepshead Tournament. No doubt there will be a whole bunch of boats trying them, and the numbers, from what I understand from the guys that are keeping it quiet, have been pretty good. Out in the blue water, it's been a while since anybody's been there. It's been a few days, but i got to tell you, Craig Sutton was the last one to fish a day out there, and they did very, very well on Mahi, which uh, that was February, and that's very strange for that to happen. be interesting to see how long those fish around. As for me, I'll be sea bass fishing in the morning. Sounds like we still got plenty of sea bass. I hope so. But you can count on us to bring you the word about it tomorrow afternoon with another fishing report brought to you by Workman's Quick Fix Plumbing and CSS Landscaping. Thank you, boys. Hey, one more quick question. Is that worm thing common? Is what? Yeah, yeah. It happens. Uh, uh, it's not a worm that gets in their flesh. Don't don't get grossed out. It's a worm that they eat. And when we have these worm hatches, the waters just get full of these little tiny worms, and they will literally gorge themselves on them. Just makes it hard to get them to bite. We'll usually see it happen. Oh, three times a year, maybe. Oh, huh. interesting. That's fascinating. Uh, hey, we love learning something here in the Florida Sportsman Fishing Report. Thanks, Captain Rick. Thanks, Brent. But uh, have a good one. Uh, that's wild. Yeah, they all just get must like overfed and they're just kind of lazy. Yeah. Then I mean, yeah, if you ever makes sense. Yeah, if you like a big dinner at home, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing dishes. Be popcorn on Friday. Yeah, if I'm you not, bring it back from I'm the not doing the dishes. I'm, I'm chilling. I, I got to let this food digest a little bit before I go to that dishwasher. It's I gonna be us it. at the bar in Indy. You better shrimp <laughs> cocktail, spread the rumors. <laughs> all right, we'll be back. Action sports. Did you have any, by the way, real quick? Nah, not this time. Oh, Brent. Cheaper trip. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Uh, we return right after this from Devoli's House of Cards. Having some fun here on a Wednesday at Devoli's House of Cards in St. John's County. Until you stump me out, cut my head off, bury me 12 feet under, then I got a chance. So it's my confidence. As long as we got more games to play, we still have a chance. You know, I hate losing. I feel like poop right now. But tomorrow's a new day, and I'm going to be prepared and ready for, for the Clippers on Thursday. <laughs> That's an interesting sound bite from LeBron James. Dude's going through it right now, man. Jeez. Uh, Can't do it by himself? Yeah. They stink. Yeah. They're a mess. They're unfixable. Like in, they're no, they, they have shown no signs at all, like all year long, of turning it around yeah. to be able to be a threat. Like, uh, they're a non-factor in the play in in the NBA. Well, let me ask you this, and I'm not sure in terms of his son when he'll be able to come out of college. Let's call it like three or four years, maybe, maybe even sooner. You know, he said, and I, I believe him at his word here, that he wants to play his final year with his son. Yeah, yeah. If you're a team, do you draft Bronny? Probably because you know they're not like. Uh, 
in terms of players above him, there's a lot of players above him right now. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, for the sake of the argument, let's say, I don't know, he goes towards the later first round. Like, that's where he's projected. Would you risk it up and take him with a lottery pick just because that means you have LeBron James for one year on your team? No. No, you wouldn't? No. Okay. No, because, I mean, now you're talking about LeBron's playing excellent basketball. Yeah. And now you're talking about a two years down the road, LeBron James. He's still and, – And he's probably still a good player. But yeah. to risk, like, your next ten years for the one year – and now, could I see an owner wanting to do that? Because the promotion and the dollars off those two playing together could be unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Could there be something in play where if the team that takes LeBron or Bronny and then LeBron joins, he then joins the organization in some other capacity? I wonder about stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I just couldn't. I talked about this at the top of the show. With the Jags. One of the things I like about Peterson right now and the Jags is that at least they're saying the right things in terms of I'm going to do what's right by the Jaguars. If, if you're picking Bronny just to have a year with LeBron, then you're not really doing right by the organization necessarily. If you think he's that good of a player, and now you might bump him up two spots on your board, that might be a different case. But you've got to be really careful how outside the box you're going just to get LeBron to play for you at 40 years old. But you're, you're giving up a, a first-round pick to... To have LeBron James, yeah, at forty. Okay, but I mean, I, I still think at forty, LeBron James would be one of the better players in the league. He's, he still is to this like, right now. He's one of the better players in the league. And I'm like, what's that? How they different than what the Rams do, where the Rams give away their first round draft picks and get players that are maybe a little over the hill, but but can still produce. Yeah, I mean, again, I guess it would see the makeup of the team. But yeah. usually, somebody's let's assume, I don't know where Bronny's going to go. I don't even know what he's like. But if it's a lottery type of pick or it's a top ten pick. Well, then, uh, to me, that just doesn't make sense. Okay. Um, it's intriguing. Like I said, I think it's more intriguing. If I'm the GM, I'm probably not doing that. I mean, if, Bron- I, yeah, if I'm the owner, I'm like, hey, this is a good idea. <laughs> Brian, you're a basketball guy. What, what would you do here? Yeah, I think that the perfect scenario for LeBron is, unfortunately for uh, his eldest, to not get drafted. That way he could be a free agent. Yeah. Uh, he's a good enough player to get onto a team so that they can get him onto their G League team. And from there, he could work up, hopefully, his way through that season. Maybe LeBron plays one or two more seasons once he gets uh, his son into the league. That's probably the more ideal scenario. Uh, It doesn't look like right now that he would be a lottery-type pick. He's a good player. I think his ESPN ranking is like 45 or 50, something like that. So in the world, that's pretty good being a top 50 player, right? Uh, he's a junior, so he still has his senior year, and they still have the one and done. So it's at least two more years like you guys were saying. So I definitely think that an ideal scenario would be that, man, LeBron James Jr., he's good enough to play in the league, we think, but he's going to go to a G League team uh, on a free agent contract. That way, LeBron can navigate a bit more easier because, like Brent was saying, to risk 10 years, 7 years, heck, 5 years of your NBA franchise's future for a 40-year-old LeBron James, who is my GOAT. He is my GOAT. Uh, I don't know how smart that is, even in short-term thinking, because can a 40-year-old LeBron James lead your team to a championship if he doesn't have a lot of pieces around him? What will you have to give up if it does involve a trade? It's just too many moving parts. Now, if LeBron James uh, Jr., he becomes even better and he's a lottery pick, then, you know, my viewpoint may change. And we never know what's going to happen in these situation seasons down the line. But as of right now, I think the ideal situation is for him actually not to get drafted, believe it or not. Yeah. Brent Martin, 
Yeah, Austin Lane. Brian called Middleton. the the goat, so I'm I'm all set. Yeah, here, Devoli, he's a young guy. That's a uh, that's the young. He's not along with the young guy. Thinking I know. I know. That, I know uh, Devoli's house of cards uh, here in St. John's County. You know, along those lines, I want to get to the Jags. You see, the AFC South odds moved heavily in the last like couple of days. Yeah. Into the Jags' favor. Not not that they're the favorite, but they moved into the Jags' favor more. I want to get to that in a moment and ask why, because it's puzzling. Um, I really did not put Bitcoin, all my Bitcoin on it to move the line, mm-hmm. even though I joked I did. Uh, but he brings up a good point about bloodlines. I think it used to scare people off at times about picking another, like uh, a son of a former player. Yeah, it's because it's pressure with the name. Pressure, pressure with the name. Is he going to be that good? Is he going to live up to that? I wonder if that's changing a little bit. I feel like a lot of today's athletes are better than their dads. Well, Curry, Steph, yeah, Curry. Steph Curry says what's up. Stingley coming out of yes. this draft, a lot of people think he can be really good. I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking of this, so I didn't even research it. But if you go, yeah. I feel like more and more there are those examples. Now, I might be wrong. I might Manning, just feel that way. Yeah, Manning well, the Mannings. I mean, that's a great example. Yeah, they, they are in that list. So... I mean, and even they've got what, like a nephew or yeah. something like that. That's yep. that's that rise. Obviously, one of the big college guys. So, I just wa- I wonder now if that factors in to be like, hey, this could be a an asset. Yeah. You know, listen. Obviously, bloodlines can be important. Pedigree is important. Mm-hmm. It's important in horse racing. Yeah. Um, but I do think I used to feel like I don't know if I want to take that on because, like, was it Michael Jordan's kid? And you play it like UCF. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. it's like you automatically think, like, Tiger Woods kid. Yeah. He's really not one of the best golfers in the country at his age, you know. Yeah. It's kind of perceived that he is, though, right, because he plays with dad in that event and looks good. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, yeah. And listen, like, I, I don't even get into the whole psychology of, like, you know, being a... Uh, oh, it's got to be hard as heck. It's got to be super hard, hard, you know. And I think you, you just, it's hard to get that chip on your shoulder, which I think that chip can, can mean so much. I mean, the reason why make Michael Jordan so great Arguably the best basketball player of all time. Sorry, uh, Brian, but <laughs> arguably to some, arguably. But you know, but what made him so great was you know he didn't make the high school team and he yeah. had to work at it, you know, and he had that chip on his shoulder. So yeah, I, th- I think if you're born into, into greatness like Michael Jordan's son was, it's hard to find that chip. Yeah. Um, all right. So now to the Jacks. AFC South odds seriously have changed. I saw the odds the other day. They were plus 1,100, yeah. and I think PFF bets, I think that's a thing on Twitter. I didn't even know it was a thing, but sure. um, they just said it went from plus 1,100 to plus 750. Yeah. Why? I mean, is Doug Peterson making that much of a, an impact already? Is that the noise? Or, let me ask you this, does this have to do more with a team like the Indianapolis Colts who don't know what the heck they're doing at quarterback and the lack of favor of Carson Wentz, because they probably have, you can make the case they have the best team yeah. in the AFC South. Um, I think it has something to do with that, and probably something to do with a, a, a big whale put some money down on the Jaguars for whatever reason. Well, that's, that's what that's, usually that's, happens. Oh, yeah, that's what happens. So, I mean, especially now, because, like, we don't know anything. And they, they, <laughs> they don't say, like, either, like so. nothing happened. Well, you, you know what I, well, I would get at? Like, oh, all of a sudden, Devontae Adams is picking up. But, like, I don't think that's the case. I just think people put money down on the Jaguars. Yeah. I, would you take that bet? Plus seven fifty. Plus, I, I would like plus eleven hundred a lot more. Today. <laughs> yeah. um, do the Jags really? Do you think no, the Jags can do enough hard. to turn it around? Win a division? Win like ten games? It's, I mean, if they weren't the Jags, that don't ever do see, anything. But uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you like with Trevor, with the number one pick, with more draft picks, with the money, with the group that they already have, with Peterson? Like, could you if this was? I'm mean, well, think about it. I'm trying it's, to think if this was the Kansas City Chiefs 
that yeah. again didn't have like a reputation like the Jags. Well, no, could you buy into it's that? It's like the Bengals. You know, I mean, yeah, is, and it was hard to buy the Bengals too, right? Because yeah. they had a reputation too. Yeah, I, I mean, theoretically, you have to win your division to try to go to the Super Bowl. Can I? Well, this, by the way, isn't winning the Super Bowl. This is just no, the AFC South. You no, know, for sure. I, I know. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. So, you only got to beat three teams. Yeah, realistically, you think you only got to beat two, like although the Jags couldn't beat Houston last year. <laughs> I mean, Tennessee is going to be tough. I, I don't know. I, I guess to win the division, I, I've heard crazier things. Yeah, I have. I think what's really hard, what the Jags win? Three games last year? Yeah, end up 3-14, and 14, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, to win the division, you got to win like 10 at yeah. the minimum. That means you got to – that's a plus seven. You know how hard that is to do? That is really hard to where do. Where it sits right now, I, I get we got a lot of time to go, but where it sits right now, you got the Titans winning in again, you think? Just because they're the most consistent right now? In terms I would of, have to, probably. Yeah. I'm going to pick them this year just so they don't. <laughs> Reverse psychology. I like that. For the hated Titans. I respect that. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690, live from Devoli's House of Cards. Put a bow on a show here on a Wednesday NFL Combine Week. <laughs> Yeah, you, you always want to be respectful because I'm, I know it's a lot to take on. He's got a lot to think about, and um, certainly I, I'm making sure that I consistently uh, communicate with him, but um, also want to be respectful of, of his time and, and the process that he has to go through. I'll tell you what, you're stumping me on the sound today, Brian. Who's that? Green Bay head coach, Matt LaFleur. Ah, LaFleur. Ah. It's kind of getting boring with uh, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I feel like everybody thinks they're just going back. Yeah. We'll see. You're not convinced? The, the, I mean, I'm telling you, man, and I get it, the, the salary cap's all a myth, doesn't exist, but they still got to make some moves, yeah, and they, it's it's going to be a little bit rebuilding in terms of, of Green Bay. And the team that they had last year won't be the exact same team that they have this year. And people could argue it's going to be a little worse. And I think if it's going to be a little worse, Aaron Rodgers is wondering, well, why would I come back to that? I want to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, hey, yesterday uh, you shared on our text. We didn't get to it. What's the story with the USC guy? Man. So Kane Velasquez, who is um, considered, you know, on the Mount Rushmore of the, the best heavyweight champions of all time. Um, it, it's weird how the whole thing transpired. So yesterday morning it came out that he was arrested um, in, in, in due to attempted murder and was put in jail without any bail. So that, that was just that was the headline. So it's like, oh, wow. And, and if you know anything about Kane guys, like he generally he's a great dude. I mean, he was with WWE for a little bit. Um, he's with different wrestling promotions um, out there in the public. Never had any issues whatsoever. Um, kind of a salt of the earth kind of guy. Well, then this news comes out, and it's like, well, you know, it's CTE. You know, what I mean, you, you have all those things that kind of go through your head a little bit. Well, as the story later develops, it turns out that um, one of his children that was attending school, one of their teachers, um, molested his kid, oh. and in doing so, Ken Velasquez kind of went scorched earth on this guy um, and tried to kill him. And that's what he's going through right now. Wow. Yeah. You know, uh, I was going to ask you this. In that world, um, who's had issues? John Jones? John Jones, for sure. Yes. Right? Yes. A uh, lot of a issues. A lot of issues, yes. Anybody? I mean, McGregor's had issues. or he's. Oh, but, yeah, he's had some... 
Yeah, I mean, he, 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 he punched an old guy in a bar. Dust-ups. Yeah, in, a, in a, a Dublin. You know, in sports, sometimes, obviously, I mean, sports Tyson, figures well, are human beings. Well, you see Tyson, what he had to go through. When, yeah. When well, but that's about what I was going to ask, though. MMA, have they kind of stayed away from that part of the news? Mm -hmm. You know, listen, you'll get football players. Oh, a myriad of, of different things. You'll get baseball players. Yeah. Uh, you'll get basketball players. You know, whatever. Uh, athletes are human beings. They make mistakes. They have different lives. Whatever. They think differently. All this stuff. Um but MMA, I wonder, I wonder what like the percentages are. What's yeah. their trouble with the law? Because I think from a perception standpoint, much like when a football player it happens Correct. to, you're like, well, they play a violent game. They're violent people, right? You get yeah. kind of that label to it, different than say a baseball guy, right? Yeah. Um, and I wonder about that with like the MMA too. Like, see, that was part of Tyson, right? I mean, he's beating the hell out of people in a ring, mm -hmm. and. Okay, is it really that far-fetched that he's out of control in his life, too? Yeah. Uh, probably not. In the history of the boxing game says a lot to that, right? Yeah. It's, no, not, I wouldn't say the history of football says you're going to go get arrested every week, but there's a, countless examples of it because, well, there's a lot of different players and it's been a lot of years. MMA is so new to the point where I'm not sure if a John Jones or McGregor has put a label on the sport in that sense yet or no, it will happen. It's a great call. Um, you know, and I'll keep my kid Velasquez as a guy who has been retired. But to me, it always comes back to what I said about football players. Does the talent outweigh the distraction? Now, I think it's even more prevalent here because, like, we talk about John Jones and Conor McGregor. I mean, I don't want to say they're untouchable because every, everyone's got their limit where, hey, we have to let you go, right? But you're talking about, you know, John Jones, arguably the, the greatest fighter of all time in mixed martial arts, and Conor McGregor, who's the biggest star of all time in mixed martial arts. You get a lot of chances. You, you get a lot of chances. But I think in terms of the UFC, you know, I would say 99% of those fighters out there know that if they get arrested, if they do something that's very bad, you're, you're probably gone, and you're probably out of a job. And then you're, you're on the streets trying to find something else. So I think it's different there where in football, you know, people can always kind of find a spot for you if, if you're, you know, if, if you're like a top 15, top 20 receiver, they're, they're going to find a spot for you probably. Yeah. Right? If you're a top 20 fighter in your division, that doesn't matter, you know? So, like, you, you have to be the top 1% um, to be above the law. So I think you see a lot of MMA fighters who understand that and say, hey, I, I got to stay off the streets and I can't be getting in trouble. Well, what's really interesting, too, and, and you know this because you live through it, um, but, like, Greg Hardy basically got, like, kicked yeah. out of the NFL. Correct. I, you know, one, because he had issues in Carolina. Yeah. Two, it really, what I understand, stemmed more of the Dallas stuff. There's just a bad teammate, yeah. uh, amongst other things. But people say he's a bad guy. Mm -hmm. uh, and, I mean, you felt that when you fought him. You fight yeah. and all those things. Yes. Uh, but it was interesting that UFC or MMA or the sport would then be okay well, and this is the same thing. Take with, a chance on it. Right? This, well, no, absolutely. And it, it's a great point, Brent. And, you know, it's almost the point where people will tune in to watch him lose. You know, the, yeah. there's going to be viewership. It's almost like the Floyd Mayweather effect. If you look at Floyd Mayweather, you know, arguably one of the greatest boxers of all time, if you look at his track record, he's been in some pretty serious yeah. trouble and, and some serious hot water. But people want to still tune in to watch, you know, Floyd Mayweather because, well, either you love him and you respect his style of boxing or you want to see that dude lose, and you want to see him get shut up. 
right? I think it's kind of the same even more with the ladder with Greg Hardy where it's like people want to see him lose. Yeah. So people will pay the pay-per-view. They'll tune in to watch him lose. Well, especially when you have a, a domestic situation. Correct. Um, and I think that adds to that even more from that situation. Uh, I was thinking like an MMA and just in the sport, it has this meteoric rise. Yet I'm kind of wondering, has it, I don't know about plateaued, yeah. but has it flattened a little bit? Because it was spiking. It was going, like you heard about it, heard about it. What is it? Every Now I think there's enough people that know about it. It's on ESPN+. Plus. It's on all this. ESPN does a good job promoting it. Um, and when they get behind you, it's kind of like a mainstream thing. Yeah. I don't think UFC is still mainstream. I don't get that sense, um, in my opinion. Um, maybe it is. Yeah. It, it certainly, I think, continues to grow. But I would love to see a chart. Well, like a stock chart of UFC and see from here, has it now gone just to like here? So, you know, I think globally, it's as big as it's ever been. You know, and that was much to the, the help of a guy like Conor McGregor, you know, who who kind of put Ireland yeah. on the map um, in terms of mixed martial arts. You have a guy became like, a global name. Yeah, you, you have a guy in Francis Ngannou who, um, you know, represents some of, the, some of the, the countries in Africa, right, and spent some time in Paris as well. So, so that's another global superstar. Stylebender, one of the biggest names, is, is another global superstar. So I think globally, you're okay. But And without getting too political here, you know, the way the sport of MMA was shifting to in terms of your champions, your most popular fighters, because you have to win to be popular. I mean, I, I get it. You have to get the microphone, but you still have to win. A lot of guys from Dagestan and Russia were the. That's kind of like the next crop, you know. After, after Khabib retired, Khabib, yeah. um, he 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 coaches a couple guys now who are entitled for a title fight. To, to really to set it, you know, in, in layman's terms, um, this past weekend, one of his guys just fought somebody. Um, it was short notice fight. His name was Bobby Green. Bobby Green got beaten a minute. Now Khabib's guy is slated to fight Charles Oliveira, who has the belt. The odds came out opening day for the odds. Charles Oliveira, who's the defending champion, beat Michael Chandler, has beat a couple guys defending the championship, is a plus 375 underdog against Khabib's guy. So it's definitely geared more towards like the wrestling of the Russians, but without being too political once again, I wonder what's going to become of that because yeah, where that, would Dana White fall on that in, in and, these times? And, and you, I think you got to be careful how you play this one because, well, like I said, the UFC is a global sport, and if the world is watching. You have to make the yeah, right having decisions. your stars so, be from Russia right now is probably not, not a, the greatest marketing tool. It's not. Um, that's interesting. Didn't yeah. even think about it like that. Yeah. I, I'm, honestly, I'm very curious to see what happens with these fighters going forward. Are they the is Russia and MMA? Is that like their biggest global impact now? Or is oh, hockey wrestling. still? I mean, hockey. Well, but nobody's paying attention still, to wrestling. Yeah, hockey's still big, but like sambo is like one of their national sports, and like all these guys that do sambo become MMA fighters. So like MMA is. It's I mean, big. K- Khabib was doing big numbers. Obviously. Yeah. UFC, yeah. All right. Pretty wild. Uh, all right. The always house of cards. You can get UFC cards here. MMA cards right here. Got to add a little bit of everything. Someday Austin Lane's going to be in that box. Let's get it. <laughs> For now, he's here on Wednesdays. We'll not, won't be here next Wednesday. We'll be at the Players' Championship instead, but then back on Wednesdays. We had a lot of fun today. Uh, a little pack battle between Henner and Caleb. Caleb was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good time. And uh, to see the kids in here as well. Thanks to Mark DeVoli for having us out. And uh, we'll do it again in a couple of weeks from here. Check out DeVoli's House of Cards if you haven't yet right here in St. John's County. We'll see you on TV later tonight, CBS 47 and Fox 30. Have a good night, everybody. Back at it tomorrow at 3 p.m. on ESPN 690.